So I go up. I'm fucking devastated. Patrice, you know, passed away. My friend, and this, this is my crew, you know what I mean? And I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm up there, we're waiting. You couldn't go and see him. You had to get, like, permission. I finally up there, I'm waiting, I think, like, a half hour. No, this is a different thing, Mom. Oh, what was the other thing? You can tell that one. I'm going to tell this that one. That was the first one. That was the first one. First yeah. stroke. So all of a sudden, they wheel him out. He's like this. And I went, oh, no. And he went, ah, I'm just joking, motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I started the social media podcast. The fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? I'm sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. What's up, everybody? Robert Kelly. You know what, dude? Podcast back in the house. I'm sitting on the opposite side. I don't know, because my autistic fucking producers bullied me and said some shit and fabricated lies. I th- I, I'm i 100% sure I did not say what they said, but I can't fight them because they're younger than me. I'm old and I forget shit. So I, at this point in my life, I don't yell anymore. I don't. I just I, I wind up where I wind up and I accept it because you can't hit them. They're like children. You can't hit your producers anymore. So anyways, we've got a special YKWD. Uh, I'm excited. I've been friends with this guy uh, for a little bit now. We've actually done shows together. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. in the house. We have another special guest coming in. He's not that special. That's true. He's not. He's not I'm going to say a guest. He's, not a, he's a guest. I'll tell him to his face, by the way. I'm not talking shit behind his back. Oh, no. Well, I'll say it to his face, too. Okay. He's special. No, he is special as far as handicapped or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... The, yeah, like he definitely gets to park close. Yeah, he could He could, He could. could park close. Yeah. He can get on the bus or on the plane before anybody else. Yeah, he's the guy holding up the city bus. He can zip through security <laughs> anywhere. He's the reason you're late. <laughs> that bus has to fucking come down. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when someone puts a bike on the front. <laughs> uh, isn't it the worst? Do you remember? Ta- do you remember where are you from originally? I'm from Alabama. I'm from Birmingham. Holy I used to be a uh, bike on the front guy when I was in Tallahassee for college. Really? Yeah, riding that bike around hot ass Florida. That bus come by. That was like a fucking rescue chopper. So you had to get on. You, you were the guy who stopped. They had to hook it up to the front. Yeah. And then you got on, and everybody's like, "This mother." Yeah, and they hate you. Just take the they bike. Hate what, you. What'd you have? Five more minutes left of the bike ride? <sighs> Give or take. But I've been riding that bitch all day, bro. I rode like 14 miles a day in Tallahassee. Yeah, but that's what bikes are for. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's a fucking fair point. Bug a bunch of old people with AC. You're gonna lose the AC because you want you don't want to do the last ten minutes. How dare you, you motherfucker? Um, Keith Robinson, number one, two. I said, you know, Keith Robinson. You said yes, and you said he gave you a lot of advice when you were a young buck. I yeah. hope you didn't take any of that advice. I hope that was the next, second part of that story. You know why Keith Robinson is bonafide though? Keith Robinson because he was born in 1902. Well, that as well. <laughs> Survived every plague. <laughs> he was he, he, Civil he, War. 
like Keith Robinson was legend because he's always he was a Tuscany Yemen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was a guy. He was a guy from Philly. He was the comic from Philly who kept telling Kevin Hart to keep coming to New York. <laughs> Kev wasn't even coming to New York on a red. It was Keith Robinson. So it's like, oh, maybe he'll mentor me. So like all the black comics, we like hover around Keith and Keith would just fucking one by one. Y'all ain't, you ain't shit. Your jokes ain't shit. Yeah. You need to, and you go home and try and fix your jokes. Yeah, and you, you wanted did. Keith to be happy. And it's too bad you guys never recorded what he said and played it back to him. Because oh, yeah. then you guys all passed him. <laughs> <laughs> He gave everybody advice but himself. He gave great advice to everybody and didn't listen to any of it. You know, comedy's full of those Yodas like that, though, where their journey, maybe your journey is. You ever watch Roller Derby and it's that one motherfucker whose job is to slingshot the other motherfucker forward? Yeah. So that's Keith Robinson. <laughs> Craziest analogy that made sense I've yeah. ever heard. Fucking Roller it's just the guy who just goes, here, grab my hand, and I'll swing you across the fucking roller rink. First of all, FYI, it's not guys anymore. It's all chicks. Oh. Yeah, guys don't do roller derby anymore. You know what? That's because I follow that Super 70 sports account, and they just show just random sports from when men were men, and yeah. there's just no helmets, and it's just guys in flowing afros right. just bashing the shit. Six, eight tall bitches just fucking bashing the shit out of you. You remember each other. hockey had no helmets? It's... They were slapping a puck around, fighting each other, and had sticks. They had no helmets were optional. And sports medicine was dog dick back then too. <laughs> so you weren't getting any type of yeah, it was like, like a real cold, rehab. It was a cold rag, like dentistry. Yeah. You lose a tooth yeah. back then. There was no oh veneer, and we'll drill in a crown cover. It was just you don't have a tooth, my man. No, you had teeth made of gum every night, and you spit them out <laughs> and got new ones the next day. All hockey players back in the day had no teeth. That's that. That's got to be the rough yeah. sport. I mean, yeah. football's tough, right? Yeah, I never played football. I played baseball and soccer growing up. Soccer. I like you know I like baseball. I like baseball because it was very much a get the fuck away from me type sport. I don't like motherfuckers all up on me. What? Yeah, get the fuck out my face, just, man. You want to be in left field just chilling? Yeah, first base is unless somebody's on first base. I ain't talking to nobody. Like baseball is like do your job, but over there. <laughs> and I'll throw it to you. So you're just anti-social sports. Yeah, what what it was, we moved to Birmingham from Memphis when I was in the third grade. And so it's gang territory on the west side. It's gangster disciples. So most everybody who played football, like by the time I got to middle school, when I first started trying to play football, yeah. most everybody that was good was gang affiliated. So if I make a good play on you, Oof. then I'm in trouble with the fucking disciples for the next week and a half. <laughs> so... If you tackle this man, you have to really think about what kind of wheat do you want. <laughs> you want to you want, you want to get you want to get uh, your mother robbed. Yeah, your sister get sexually your assaulted. Took, get like yeah. whatever. Like it was very much a. It didn't just stay on the field. It followed you home. Like the rivalry, the competitiveness of football. That shit was just too much, man. That sucks. I'm just a new kid trying to make fucking friends, bro. Uh, is that why you switched time. to soccer? That, there's that no was, gangs in soccer. That there's, was there's never been a crip. Shit. It was kick. no black people in soccer back in those days. It wasn't all this interracial fucking black people fuck with soccer shit. Now nah, this is Birmingham in '89, bitch. It was, it was. I mean, we were a black team because we were a black school, and we had one fucking dude. 
this one Mexican named Marvin Martinez. He taught all you guys how to play. That motherfucker. It was like a bobsled team and, and Bro. with John Candy in you ever Jamaica. Seen, like, you ever watch Little League Baseball and it's that one kid that looks 20, but he's like, they swear he's 13. Yeah. And that motherfucker is just a man amongst boys. That was you Marvin every, Martinez. Every Dominican and every Little League team <laughs> that won a championship. <laughs> Dude, we fucking we would play those white white schools. Yeah. And fucking Marvin was fucking smoke him. Just smoke him by himself. Just get him the ball and get out the way on some Steph Curry with his feet shit. <laughs> and like that shit was that was fun. Like soccer was fun. And it was also very soccer is also spread out. Yeah. Create distance from the ball. Yeah. I liked baseball when I was a kid because you could chill out in left field. But I didn't have ADHD back then. My kid has ADHD. He the only thing he's taken to lacrosse goalie mm. and jujitsu because somebody's trying to choke him out the whole time. That's fair. I but baseball. I look out. What I hear the coach yelling one day, Max Maximus. I'm like, where's my kid? He's in the stands with all the baseballs. Wow. He took a shoppy from home. He was signing the balls and handing them to people. The not even his team. The other team's parents signing balls. Yes. And go, <laughs> Guts. That sounds like some shit Deion Sanders did at Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Ah, shit. Here we go. There we go. Keep uh, Robinson in the building. Oh, uh, look at Danny. Just let him in. Stop yeah. treating him like that. Yeah, Keith Robinson. Keith Robinson, the mentor of many, the king I, of none. I liked baseball, though. I still do. Like, I, I watch it with my boy. My boy doesn't really fuck with it that hard, but... Chess and baseball. I say if you figure out those, if you understand those two activities, you understand life. Well, uh, my boys started playing chess. We used to play yeah. chess here at the cellar. That's where I learned chess mm. here at the cellar around maybe 15, 20 years ago. And I learned it playing this piece of shit right here who used to heckle you and talk about raping your queen. While Wait, you're playing why? chess. Why, Keith? Could you put the microphone up to him, you piece of shit? Oh, man, I don't like this guy already. I know, I know. I play. What? Well, when Roy said. Help him with the headphones, Dan. When Roy, no, no. When Roy said, man, I feel like I'm a special needs kid. Uh, there we go. Yeah. When Roy said, when you understand chess, yeah. you understand life. Yeah. You know who plays chess the most? Prison people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in prison. So you're, saying, so you're saying that what he said was absolutely wrong. <laughs> so you're saying I'm setting up my child chess yeah. to prison pipeline? You set him up to be a shot caller. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, baseball is about, it's still chess in terms of guessing where the pitcher's going to put the ball and making him think you think where he's going to put the ball, like just those mind games, yeah. but also knowing your next move before you do it. Baseball is literally a game of just knowing what you're going to do before you get the ball. And that's life. To me, that's life in a nutshell. It's ba just baseball. always thinking ahead. Yeah. I love baseball. What's next? I love baseball. Going to a baseball game, my favorite. Yeah. Well, let me say this, man. All right, here it oh, comes. He, I mean, we have no, I, I, to Right. First of all, I just want to say I'm sorry. I, That's all I'm saying to you. I'm excited you're here. This is what these I, podcasts I, do, though. They fucking book you. They don't tell you who the other guests can be. I fucked up. And then you show up and you're like, ah, fuck this nigga. I gotta fucking <laughs> sit with fucking <laughs> I love Roy, but, you know, I'm, 
He's the OG. I'm calling bullshit on Bob. Why? I just said you I like... You don't like sports. I love sports. Stop it. I... Keith, I played more sports than you. What does that mean? What, what does that mean? That means you, you, you're a spectator. I actually played What sports. did you play? Baseball, basketball, football. All organized. This is all organized. At organized. Level. At okay. what level? At Pop Warner Little League. <laughs> Little League when he was five. What did you play? Um, wrestled. You re- yeah, but you wrestled really? your wife. Yeah. You wrestled the keys out of her hand. No, no. <laughs> I'm fine, motherfucker. I'm driving home. Where no. do you do that, like, in Philadelphia? Like, just on the black side of town, like, just wrestling? Like- no, wrestling, yeah. They they had a wrestling team. Yeah, where was it? In, in the junior, park in the summer? Um, A school called mm-hmm. Orton Reed. Yeah. Junior high. Okay. I wrestled. The fireman carry and all that. That's why I hadn't wrote a joke about because I would use like TV what? TV wrestling moves and oh. the you know. So you would so you would show up to traditional wrestling and then try and put a motherfucker in the figure four leg lock. <laughs> yes. And they go, hey, that's not legal. What? <laughs> no, yeah. you, you showed up with black powder and went <laughs> in the guy's face. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would do, you know, do a lot. I said, this is not that. So you wrestle, what else? You hoop? I'm playing basketball. Not not organized. Nobody played professional. What? Not organized. Like YMCA? I played YMCA till like sixth grade. What it was with basketball, I was the smallest kid in the neighborhood. So I just got tired. I'm 6'2 now, but at the time, I was like fucking 5'3 or some shit. So. He's 5'8. I never, like, every, I just, I don't know. Everybody in the neighborhood was taller than me. It just, it was never fun. Yeah, I had no interest in becoming Spud Webb, <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. I played basketball all the time as a kid. I played a lot of basketball. Bob, you're lying. I am not. Show lying. me a picture of you playing First of all, basketball. Let me tell you something. When I was in juvie hall, that's the only thing we played. Now he's in. When juvie I was hall. in juvie hall, that's all we played was basketball. Oh my god! What are you talking about? I was, dude, they used to call me Hoops Kelly. <laughs> Hoops Kelly. They used to sing this song. Hoops Kelly's coming nope. our way. Nope. Hoops Kelly better stay away. He makes the shots from the outside Seriously. and the in. All of a sudden, he does a spin. He's around you. What's and the hell? ball goes down. Whew, there it's in. Hoops Kelly. This was a musical? Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a gay basketball league. That was in, <laughs> in, in juvie. In juvie. <laughs> yeah, it was gay. A gay juvie basketball. Gay juvie basketball. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, I never, I don't know, basketball I was just always okay with. It just was never, I just never loved it. Yeah. You know, it, it just, even now, like I watch it casually. Like I'll, I'll go with my son. Like I enjoy it. Like, you know, it's a good time. And I know both of y'all are going to call bullshit on me. WNBA games. Bullshit. 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 I'm telling you. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm you. Actually, I'm not even showing up. I'm not Hang even... on one second. Get out. <laughs> the fuck out here. Take you and your fame say, and beat it. Thing. I'm going to sit with this old guy. Yeah. The fucking problem is, let me talk to both you niggas. <laughs> the problem is that the moment somebody says, I enjoy the WNBA, what y'all hear is, it's better than the men. And that's not what I said. No, what we hear it's is a perfect I athletic like competition. men. <laughs> I'm not better than the men. I like men. That's what I hear. <laughs> 
Go to a Liberty game, bro. 20,000 motherfuckers. <laughs> how many? 20,000 motherfuckers be How many does it seat? I don't know. It's, it might not be 20,000. But it's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> dude, it's not even now. 1,500. No, they, they play a Dude, I sell more tickets at the Liberty Center than the WNBA. <laughs> no, they play. The New York Liberty play at Barclays. Fine. Which, I guarantee. I don't know I'll, if they do 20. I guarantee I'll sell more tickets than them. It's a good time. You I'm know telling what? you. Why is it a good you time? You motherfuckers are the same ones who will say WNBA ain't exciting, but then when the Olympics come on every four years to show some fuck shit you ain't never heard of before, you be fucking glued to the TV. I, I never watched. Watching fuck fucking curling I love and fuck archery, shit. fucking biathlon. When do you give a fuck about a bitch skiing and shooting? Uh, you know why and I do? When it has a flag on her chest. <laughs> no. God bless America. Okay. so uh, I'll fucking do the, what's the thing with the thing? Curling with I'll, the little broom You put shit. an American flag, I'll watch you bake Cookies. Bullshit. No. <laughs> I love America. No, nah, not me. Like, I, when I seen the first, oh, I think it was the first black fencer, I watched fencing. Okay, well, this is, what yeah, do you mean? and learned it. Just like niggas in golf. We didn't care about golf before yeah. Tiger. Is yeah. that a, isn't that a new show on HBO? What? Niggas in, <laughs> niggas in golf? <laughs> <laughs> you want us to say it for you, Shh. fucking asshole. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> This you know, I just right go along much longer. They gonna start green lighting <laughs> shit like that. It's gonna be a lot of interesting reality shows. They're gonna do the things in golf. What about what about what about archery? Do that one. Yeah, <laughs> what's that one? Yeah. <laughs> Like James Davis is comic out of L.A. He had a show <laughs> on Comedy Central that was literally that. It was called Hood Adjacent, and it was a black dude doing not-so-black shit, but showing that there's black people in those things. Yeah. I can't even think of all the episodes, but, like, literally would go and just do right. out-the-box type shit, like yeah. archery or fucking, right. I don't know, what's the horse shit? Horse you, shoes? No, when you race them. You, Cornhole. No, you jump the horse over. Oh, oh um, 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 dirt biking. Equestrian. Equestrian. Equestrian, yeah. You, dirt biking. One second, one second. You did this, so I thought dirt biking. You, <laughs> he said equestrian, and you said it right after him. Like, no. You didn't know either. He, you've never <laughs> said the <laughs> word equestrian. <laughs> you thought it was a question. You no. You said it's a question. Equestrian? You didn't fucking know. Fuck you, Keith. Let me you show you how dumb Bob the, is. You're not jumping <laughs> on the Question oh, that no. wagon. He knew. He did the dinner at the fucking White House. He you said, did fucking Uncle Wait Freeze. a minute. He said the thing with the horses. <laughs> the horse. I didn't hear horses. with the horses. Dirt he bikes. Did this. <laughs> Dirt bikes. I didn't, I didn't hear horses. If I heard. If I oh, my God. If I heard horses, uh, I wouldn't have said He's just dumb with the dirty tubes. I, first of all, I <laughs> I love games, and I just wanted to play the game. I jumped in too quick before I heard the rules. Okay, he was like, "What's the thing?" And I just wanted. Now he didn't. He said, "What's the thing?" He said, "The thing with how about, how about this? No. There's a guy. You got. I mean, you guys. Okay. And when I say that, I mean black dudes. Oh, oh shit. Oh. You guys. What? What guys? Start going with the shit. <laughs> I'm saying, like, even in now in tennis. There's a black dude. There's a couple black dudes that are fucking killing it. Francis Tiafo. Yes, and it's from but they're they're make tennis has always been this. You know they have tradition and blah blah blah. These guys are slapping their rackets off the judges' thing, going fuck it. But they they're have kid, won they're screaming and laughing. <laughs> huh? The black dudes have not the won. Black enough. women have fucking murdered no, it. The black two women, Venus 
Yeah. And Serena. Hang on now. We're going to put some respect on Sloan Stevens and Naomi Osaka yep. is half black. Yep. They've won, like, I don't think Sloan's won a major yet, but Osaka has won a major. Right. Sloan has won a major. Okay. And um, uh, Osaka won two or three. Correct, correct. But when you go to, you know, Venus won eight. Um, Serena won them all. 23. Yeah, Serena's outrageous. Now, she's the best ever, right? One of the best ever. But you don't get Sloan or Osaka without... Venus and Serena and them whooping ass and then 100%. Osaka watching them whoop ass and then going, fuck it, let yeah. me go out here to the yeah. juvie fucking... Yeah, let me go to where the, <laughs> the net is made of hay. <laughs> let me go across the street from the gay juvie basketball <laughs> game <laughs> and fucking serve a ball or two. There's a couple black men, but like tennis though as a whole with Americans, Americans ain't been like dominating the sport. Like that's no. a sport that we don't even really the men, American men. men that's what I'm well, saying. we had Agassi, we had Sampras, we had uh Connors, we had uh Roddick Mac- was the last of the who? Andy Roddick was probably the last of the Andy American. Roddick was killing it. It wasn't we had, nice. a lot of, no. we had a lot of American men that were kicking it for a They were competitive enough. Like that's what the fuck else you want from I'm, them? I'm, 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 you, you got a got black you. dude unranked at Wimbledon who just beat some rank. Why am I sticking up for the black guy? What's his name? Let me find him. Bob doesn't we have know. Producers. We have producers. Yeah, find they're, black they're, dude they're, upset Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> and then delete that off the search so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> 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 you said the nigga that... <laughs> He's going to have a bunch of black guys getting kicked out of Wimbledon. It's a picture of Richard Williams just mean mugging. I can just watch any sport. So that's that's where I am. Like, if it's competitive and I know that someone's going to lose, I watch it. There's a fucking channel where they just show, I forget what network it is, but it's called Simulation Football League. And it's just fucking some fake ass Madden game and a guy doing play by play of video football. That's crazy. It started during COVID when there was no football and I started watching it and now I still watch it. Yeah, Christopher Eubanks, he's from Atlanta. That's the black guy. Yeah, the guy's killing it right now. Yeah. And you know, the sponsors are up his ass. Yeah. And he was ranked 200, I think a year ago. But see, that's the beauty of America though, is that all you have to do is be kind of good. Yep. Keith, knows about, Keith knows about that. Oh wow! He knows about that. Talk about it, man. Look at your camera right there. All you Talk. have to do <laughs> is have a stroke and be kind of good. And 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 that's it. In America, you can you can have uh, an, uh, uh, you can have an apartment on the you know what? Floor in, let me in say Woodbridge, this. New Jersey. Let me let me say this. My first stroke didn't get me nothing. Nothing. So I had to have another one. Yeah. To you know make like, it serious. Hey, hey guys, this guy's stroking. <laughs> There's two. Yeah. Yo. There's like I'll watch anything, bro. I don't give a fuck. I can't watch anything. I I watch kids chopped because I know Do one I, of them's going home. You watch the fuck? I can't watch it. Competition shows? Oh my god! You know what I watched the other day? I take that back. You know what I watched that I'm addicted to? Is it cake? My son. Is it cake? We have to stop. It, like we took Netflix off his fucking tablet. Why? Because he keep watching that shit and floors lava. Yeah, I floor's lava's going yeah. Hold it. He, he was five at the time. Too young to be guessing if shit is cake. <laughs> <laughs> Count you know, some shit. Go get the fuck out. You never saw Is Go It outside. Cake? No. They make stuff 
like a shoe or a pocketbook or a bowling ball yeah. and you have to guess is it cake or is it real yeah and it's so good a lot of the times you're like that's real and they're like nope it's cake and they cut into it i get it I'm but it looks it. literally like the real life item that is inedible what channel it's on Netflix. It's Netflix. Horse they just own. make cakes look like inanimate, real life inanimate objects. When are you? Can I ask you a serious question about Netflix? When are you doing your special? And what what the fuck's going on with you? Oh, I, I'm gonna say this, and this is a compliment, and it annoys me. I don't know if you've seen his hour, his new hour no. that he's been working on for the last couple of years. For a year. For a couple of years. One year. He can't count because of the stroke. So, yeah, for a year. So, he can't, he can't, I don't think you can hear that really. Either, so. It's two, couple years. And, Mom, is that you? <laughs> anyways, killing it, dude. Yeah. It's one of the funniest specials and so, that I've actually yeah. sit through and saw and seen. And it, the he's murdering. When is it being done? I'm working it out. Well, it's done. But, no, it's not. I got to put more. It's Ooh. never going to be done, though. Yeah. I know. And, but I know and, what I got to put in it. You ever know something? Yeah. Like, you're baking something, you know what ingredient is missing. Yeah, it just needs to stay in there just a couple yeah, more minutes. Yeah, a more minutes. Okay, okay, listen. Get it done. Who are you? I'm just saying. <laughs> the clock's ticking, all right? You got two strokes. Let's get it in the can so we have. Oh, get it in the can. <laughs> yeah, the last thing we want to see is, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta culminate a bunch of clips from the Pussycat just to make your hour. Yeah, I, this is what like the special would have been. I like it. what they did with Norm Macdonald. Yeah, oh. Norm was on uh, Zoom. Did you see that? He was telling jokes on Zoom. What did you think of that? Oh wow! Because you can, as a comedian, I want you can Roy, I want your answer, not corporate Roy Wood Jr. answer. I would have rather seen him live. Thank you. That's all I'm going to ask. I'd have rather seen it live. So I'm going. I'm not going to ask you to expand on it because I know you have a career. No, but I'm not going to shit on it. But I'm going to ask just... him. What did you think? <laughs> and be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him bums down, down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do you think? Do you think specials like in the hour sense still matter? No. In I terms mean, of impactfulness, I'll tell you this. They can. I think Keith will. Well, you know, they I think can. Keith will. Yeah. I think Keith will, because he it's really funny. I think there's certain people's, I'll be honest, mine that I just did on LouisCK.com. <laughs> um, for me, the fact that we did it the way we did it, we built the set, I had a thing in my brain, we paid for it, we charged for it, we put it on his website, and we made we paid for it and made money off of it. I think that was one of the last times. I, th I think I was one of the last people to do that at, at my level. Mm -hmm. I think, of course, Chappelle can do what he wants. Those, burr, blah, blah, blah. But at my level, getting a special on a Netflix or Comedy Central, wherever, and making a bunch of money off of it and getting exposure from it, I think those days are dead. I think that if a comic had 50 to 100K to shoot their own shit, you would be better off taking 5K and just shooting a couple of club sets mm -hmm. on a decent camera with a live mic and chopping them hoes in the 90-second joints and putting them out on a regular basis. And I think you would reach as many people as... You might, but what, look at me. Album. I put clips out, and when the algorithm or the fucking 
They say it's it's not a person, but I really believe it's a All the hay haired service have changed. It's a hay haired white girl that hates me from high school, that is fucking with my algorithm. It's somebody that doesn't like me. I put a clip out, get a million views, and then you put another clip out. Now you get you get fucking ten. Yeah, and I don't I don't know what that is. How do you go from a million to to five thousand? Somebody told me something to fuck me up about facebook and instagram in terms of like paying to like boost your posts and i have no clue if this is true i've tried to do research on social media metrics and shit so i can you know be educated on it sure. but the shit changes so often right but they were saying that you fuck yourself by paying to boost your clip because now they know that you're willing to pay Ugh. So now anytime you don't pay, uh, you don't let that clip perform as good as the one you paid for. God damn, they got me. So that you'll go, fuck it. I got to pay again. And then that's how they get you hooked. How about this? Coke. When I pay, I get nothing either. <laughs> I mean, I pay and they go, we still ain't giving you shit. Yeah, we showed it to everybody. No one Wait, touched man. it. Impressions. No one was impressed. Let us see <laughs> no the jokes. What? That you're talking about. Let us see the jokes. <laughs> You want to see one? He said, yeah, let's see the jokes that you talk I'll, about. I'll play one right now. No. It, it, oh, I will let you that. know. Let's. I, I have no fear. I'll let the, if you All want. you have to do is be. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to play one right now. Roy, ready? I'm going to put this on. Ready? <laughs> Why are you proving yourself to. Bag of Hershey's Kisses. Oh, my God. I was just so. I saw the bag and I got excited. Because I thought she was like, fuck, let's have snacks. Let's treat it out. Oh, it was awesome. Because I love Hershey's Kisses. There you go. What the Paul? That's the reason. And one off. Paul. <laughs> what the fuck? Verzi. Yeah, I'm fucking doing. I told you I'm oh, in the middle of a podcast. Told him. It fucked up the now? Yeah, I'm I told you I'm starting the podcast right when I talk <laughs> up on you last time. I'm in the middle of a bit using my phone and you're calling me back. This better be vitally important. What is it? Listen, I'll be at CV Live, CB Live in Phoenix, July 22nd and 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Paul. Uh, he saved me from that bit, too. Um, I got a couple questions for you. Fire off. You just did the correspondence dinner. Yeah. I thought, I, I was led to believe no more comics a couple of years Under ago. Under Trump, yeah. It was no more comics. Under Trump. Why Trump? Oh wait, no, you're right. You're right. That no, wasn't under Trump. The Correspondents Cor Association. They decide. They decided no more yeah. comedians. After I think Michelle, right? Yeah, Wolf pissed them off, <laughs> and then um, I think they had an author the next year. Yeah, and then it was COVID. I think COVID, COVID, Trevor Noah, me. Right. So you know, I don't know. Maybe after COVID, they just were all in there laughing, kumbaya mood, and right. Back half, backside of George Floyd, and they were like, eh, "Let's get a black one, but you know, let's get one we know, Trevor." And then they were like, "Yeah." And they were like, hey, "Let's get another black one. Let's, let's go a little blacker. Let's I, I go American black." Do you think we could go real black and get Keith to do it, Philly black? Um, he, Wanda Sykes did it. Wanda did it. City Entertainer did it, and that's St. Louis black. Like that's fucking <laughs> middle America black. <laughs> But said anybody would entertain on the end of the name, it's not that dangerous. Okay, fair, fair. You know, like, but neither am I. Like I wasn't going up there like Wolf or like like Hassan Minaj. Like did I they tell like, you? I, did they tell you? No, 
What they say is a wild thing, bro. Like they're nervous that you're gonna go as hard as Hassan or Wolf, but they never ask to see the script. That I've been scrutinized more by a Tuesday college gig than the White House Correspondents Association. Because they probably secretly wanted you to go. A little. They wanted you to do it because they they know that's what gets them press. But they don't. But they don't want you to go so far that. They, but that's what the streets want you to do. They want you. The streets want you to go in there and just dunk on every motherfucker in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, sort of, I don't know. Maybe it was just all glancing blows. But that's you know, my stand up isn't dunk on every motherfucker in the right. room. Anyway, right. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I need to go in there and be something I'm not. Yeah. So I talk about the issues. I, I dabbled a little bit in people. I fuck with people on both sides. The first what? joke was at Biden. What was it? He walked away from the podium. I walked up to the podium. And I said, Mr. President, you left some classified documents up here. And I handed him some papers I planted. That's funny. During sound check. That's great. And that got a, this is before I even said hello to the audience. You should have went like those. Oh, these aren't you. These are Trump's. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I should have hired you to you fucking detect. Fuck I mean, I can just punch shit up a little bit. I, it, it, they, didn't, they didn't fuck with me, bro. That's great. Now, like, were you nervous as shit, though? Yeah. yeah. I, but, that's, but that's the good part of comedy, right? Like, yeah. That's the part that keeps you honest. Yeah. Is like, oh shit! I'm gonna bomb. This is gonna go terrible. This could go, yeah. This go. It could go bad. Yeah, and it, the worst kind of bad. It's like one of the last few live performances, like in this cable unplug era. It's one of the last few live things that's not an award show that you know everybody's gonna see. If not that night, then in parts. Then the story is how you bomb. With how separate we are right now in the in the country. I think you did an excellent job for like making sure black folks like, all right, he's good. That's yeah. all you that's need. The, <laughs> that, you know, that's, what he's saying, Bobby, is that uh, there's no uh, time. Yeah, okay. In the African American community, <laughs> yeah. should I myself as an African American do anything <laughs> yeah. that misrepresents or belittles or defiles my African American community? Got it. Okay, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. For Even though you know, but you know, it's still gonna be some hardcore black folks that's gonna go. You go up there and you in there with the Democrat and that goddamn president. You know, yes. that fuck you, nigga. You one of them. You you bought. You're a that's sheep. A, yeah, you're a sheep. Yeah. So I mean, but that, but that's heckling. Like that's uh-huh. all in the game. Like that yeah. shit does it. But you know, the best thing that fucking ever happened to me, bro, was doing Meeting last me? comic standing. You know, aside from that, oh. was doing last comic standing. Uh, in 2010, it was like one of the early days of live tweeting. Yeah. And contractually, we had to, every Monday night, live tweet under the hashtag or whatever it was at the time. So you're following the hashtag on Twitter, and then you're just replying to the shit you want to reply to. Right. But you have to do it because NBC has some watchdog fucker that's making sure you do the shit. The problem with that hashtag is that the co- the compliments and the insults are all in the same, same fucking thing. stream. Yeah. <laughs> so every Monday night for two months, you just read the worst shit uh. about yourself. And you can't not interact Ugh. because it's contractual. Yeah. So after like three, four weeks, you just, you notice that everything is, the, the, the insults repeat themselves. Yeah. So it's like, oh, same insult, new person. Yeah. Oh, that's all you had to say about me? Okay, cool. And then I can go ahead and go about it. It's very interesting you say that because I've just lost a ton of weight and the insults are still fat jokes. And the the things are still... I had somebody do a fat joke and they go, I know you lost weight, but fuck you, you'll always be fat to me. And I was like, I... (laughs) 
I dude, I just lost a hundred pounds. I feel fantastic. But if you know, if you want to call me King Kong Bundy, all right, that's that's the only photo you have on your phone. Do you? And you know what else is terrible? I did a the first time I did an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Oh yeah, those are fucking dice roll, dude. I and I knew it was going to be bad, and they it was just for laughs. They're like, hey. We're gonna do an ass, and this girl oh, is so no. Canadian and pleasant. I was like, "Hey, you don't, you know that I've done like the Opie and Anthony show, and this you is run not with Louis. This what, is what not year is go. this? This is like five, six years ago. Okay, so we're oh, so then you're peak Louis bullshit too. Yeah. Like you're fuck. It, it bro. went. It was. It was, and it was. I was heavy, and it. She's. I saw her face change. She was at the beginning. It was like oh, huh, and then it was like whale photo. After whale photo, after whale photo, just calling me a fucking hippo, and then it was, it was just fat. And she was like, Steve. she she literally went like this. Maybe we should stop this. And I was like, I fucking told you, uh, they don't want. Yeah, did it hurt your feelings? I'm talking about it today. Wow. Uh, yeah. Six years later. Yeah. The only the only correspondence dinner joke insult. That made me laugh. That like I almost replied to. You know, I like every now and then you get a hate message. You go, yeah. Ooh, I want to reply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So during the the dinner, I give a shout out to my mom, and I tied into local journalism, whatever, whatever. It's like a warm moment. My mama's there. Mama, I love you. You supported me when I wasn't shit, and now I'm up here, and I love you, mama. And one motherfucker on Facebook, and they sent me the message. It wasn't like some in the comments of the post right. about the dinner. They met, I want to know you saw this shit. <laughs> That's the worst. One sentence, your mama ugly. <laughs> it wasn't about Trump. It wasn't about me pushing the gay agenda. It wasn't about gun control. It wasn't about Ron DeSantis. How dare you defend Kamala after everything she's done to prosecute black men in the prison pipeline? It was just, out of everything you said, bro, your uh, mama's ugly. That's funny. That's hilarious. And it fucking got me. I don't know. Like, Did they a, cut to your mom? A, in the, yeah. So he, so he saw her. So he fucking saw her. <laughs> Nigga sends me a message that, ne- that uh, night. That night sends me a message. Your mama's ugly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking spent three days going down a rabbit hole of this dude's Facebook <laughs> and trying to find like I wanted. I was going to do a roast of all of his dead relatives. Uh, <laughs> And I found like pictures of like just people he's mourned over the years on his timeline. And I was just going to roast that person and then just put it, just but leave it all personal. Keep it in the DMs. I was never gonna go public. I'm not gonna fucking this is between you and me. And just halfway through it, I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, like you're in the middle of like collecting the pictures of dead people of a stranger. And then you look over at your child and he's just happy watching Is It Cake? <laughs> and you're like, maybe I should just fucking go over Stop there. Stop it, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. fucking it. be a father. Dude, I had a guy send me, I had a guy send me some like really hateful shit back in the day, fat. Just called me, said I was, I hope you're gonna die and grab your chest. Yeah. So I went to his I went through his social media, I found a picture of his wife who was fat. 
And I, I took the fattest, <laughs> the fattest picture I ever could find of her. And they had a fat kid. And I took the picture of the fat wife and the fat kid. And I just put it in the DM. And I went, hey, bro, what's this? <laughs> and he wrote back, I'm sorry, man. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, yeah, you fat wife and you fat kid. <laughs> you know, I've been fucking with people for a long while. Yeah, we know. I'm friends with you for a long time. No, and I'm saying it's like through life, maybe two things I got, like I felt like I shouldn't have did that. Yeah. And that's in school, this girl named Tammy. I ain't going to say her last name, but I fucked with her so much and so bad. Like one day I was in church, and I'm in church, you know, and I'm, I'm grown now, but this girl is... Somebody's kicked my chair. <laughs> it was Tammy. And at, at that age, I affected her so much. That she was She's in church. Yeah. Motherfucker. Like, Still man. Yeah. In church. Yes. <laughs> like that. Even God couldn't get take away her anger. Yeah. Yes, it was just like and another one more thing. And then I did the bomb. And I thought about it when I did it, but it felt so good doing it. Mm -hmm. oh, whatever. I was in the hospital. It was the worst. In the hospital. Can and I tell it? Go ahead. Can I tell please it. tell it? Go ahead. <laughs> After his first stroke. No, my second stroke. Was it your second? No, it was your first one. Shit. Now, don't tell. I'll tell it. You don't even remember it. Oh, it was your second one. Oh, second one. I got it. All right. So I go up. I'm fucking devastated. Patrice, you know, passed away. My friend, and this, this is my crew, you know what I mean? And I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm up there, we're waiting. You couldn't go and see him. You had to get, like, permission. I finally up there, I'm waiting, I think, like, a half hour. No, this is a different thing, Mom. Oh, what was the other thing? You can tell that one. I'm going to tell this that one. That was the first one. That was the first one. First yeah. stroke. So all of a sudden, they wheel him out. He's like this. Uh, and I went... Oh, no. And he went, ah, I'm just joking, motherfucker. I was like, you're the worst human being in the world. Who the fuck? First of all, the only way you can do that joke, you have to have a stroke. <laughs> Number one. Number one. And you get one shot. You got to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> you got to be in a wheelchair. So after you had the stroke, did you go so, back to Tammy to show her that, like, her prayers? Yeah. <laughs> Prayers do work. Yeah, you prayed about this. this it wasn't thing. Tammy. It wasn't Tammy. It was all of us. <laughs> it was SD, me, <laughs> Colin. No. What I do at the second stroke? No, the second stroke. Yeah. My speech therapist in the room with me. I'm in the hospital. And he said, you got to learn to do repetition. Oh, this one sucked. You know, I'm like, yeah. You have something, you say it, and... Let it go over and over again. I called him on the phone. No, I called. You called said, me, yes. I said, I got it. Let me call my friend Bob. And then Bob, dumb Bob answers the phone. I'm like laying in the bed. <laughs> Don't know whether I'm going to live or die, but this is it. I'm like, uh -uh -uh. Bob's a fat fuck. <laughs> Bob's a fat fuck. <laughs> Bob's a fat fuck. She said, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Just angry. I go, what the fuck? Now his second stroke. I remember this. And then I go, what, what the fuck are you saying that for? He goes, I need to work on my speech. 
He could have sent a voice memo. Why were you involved? And then he kept going, Bob's a fat fuck. Bob's a fat <laughs> fuck. And I couldn't hang up because he needed the help. <laughs> All right, listen. No. I got, I got, um, I know you got a heart out. Um, I feel like we haven't talked about shit, but we talked about everything. We talked about everything. Now, I want are you going to do, are you, t- are you getting the daily show or what? Dude, I do not know. Come on. I saw, I, no, I'm not even bullshitting. The economics of it. it. The economics. What's the economics of it? TV's changed, bro. Yeah, it is. Now, Comedy Central doesn't have a network anymore. They have a channel. They still still have a channel. What is on? We have programs. What? South Park and you know, nigga, we get us. What? The Daily Show. Yeah, two. Um, that's not a channel. I know Beavis and Butthead got moved to Paramount Plus. Who owns? Well, who's it? MTV owns it. Viacom. Yeah, Viacom Paramount. So Viacom. Okay, so here. I believe the bigger question is what the fuck will late night look like after the strike, and if that's anything anybody wants to be involved with. Because of they, the writers not going to get the writers not going to get what they want. I'm not even being on some political shit. No, it fucking costs a lot. When you start paying the writers more, you got to trim, bro. They're trimming. ESPN laid a shit ton of motherfuckers off, bro. And to me, that's the first real sign that something's off because sports is the cheapest fucking shit to, in terms of a studio show. They lose money. They're, they're in the hole because they pay all the money for the rights to carry the games. Right. So that's where they lose all of their fucking money. So the sports shows are so fucking bare bones. Are you telling me you can't make it with these motherfuckers? You got to cut them? Like, so... Like, when you look at Corden, James Corden, this is all public shit. Okay. Corden's show was losing about 15, 15 million a year, 15 million a whole, in terms of what it cost to make for the year versus the ad revenue that they brought in. Mm-hmm. Corden steps down. Paramount Viacom is going to do a reboot of At Midnight in that, in that slot at 1230. So that's way cheaper than Corden. There's no band. You need a smaller studio. You don't have to pay comedians nearly as much if you make the show about the topics and not the host. You don't have to pay the host whatever the fuck James Corden was getting. Yeah. So that's cutting corn. Like, that's a cheaper product. So if The Daily Show is on four or five nights a week, the same as Corden, yeah, start, at some point you got to do the math. So you got to figure out a way to do late night cheaper. And what the fuck that looks like, I don't think anybody's ever sat down yet and really figured that out well, can't I'm they, working on it I got my ideas but like this I got idea, an idea whatever the fuck y'all thought late night was before the strike that shit is done how about this we oh, don't call it the daily show ready uh oh the weekly show they did that with Trevor two two years ago shit yeah they how the about this show. how about this the bi-monthly show with Roy Wood Jr. That and Keith Robinson that might be what it now, is now here's the thing what and then um Gutfeld. Gutfeld is number one. Number one. Gutfeld's number one. Yeah, number one at night. Yeah, beats everybody. Yeah, Gutfeld's like what two million, two and a half, somewhere in there. Well, sometimes he gets he got was getting eleven. He's cleaning up. He was getting but, eleven million at some. He's point. not getting it. I don't think he's getting that now. He's but he, not getting eleven million. He did a little for a couple. Nobody's getting a fucking NBA playoff game. I get eleven 15. million on this podcast. So okay. say what you need. Where are you going to be? <laughs> like I just think that like just getting the show. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, the more I look at the economics of late night, we need an idea that's going to be more fiscally sound than what's being done. And I think people ignoring that shit, they're ignoring that 
what happened with Corden. It's just Corden leaving, and it's a creative difference. There's going to be a full economic shift. Bro, they're taking actors off of fucking shows and demoting them to recurring. It's like, it's like going, like, if your job, the only thing way I can explain to somebody who doesn't know entertainment, if your job had five managers, and then, your super, and then the boss came in and go, okay, we're only going to carry two managers, and the other three managers are now demoted to assistant managers but you still do the same shit as a manager. Mm -hmm. Like that's so that we can pay you less. So they're cutting corners in all of these different facets of entertainment. Late night is the cheapest, so it's going to get hit the hardest because it's the one people give the least fuck but, about. All right, but wait a second, though. Because the ratings are the lowest. Yeah, but don't you think it's... All right, so here's the thing. Don't you think it's late night's fault for, for, for going corny? They went corny. They stopped yeah. doing what they stopped... And they, and Wait a two, minute, why do you mean two, my corny? I mean, dude, they it's didn't. It's too left. It's too left. It's too left. It's too left. It's not getting everybody. And then you lose half the people when back in the day, uh, a Letterman or a, a, a Tonight Show with Carson, it got everybody. Okay. It made fun of everybody, yes. right? But now we're in a situation where not just late night, but entertainment as a whole became more bubbled. Our show is about this cause and the thing that we give a fuck about. So I'm only going to watch and support things that are in alignment with all of the things I give a fuck about. So you can't have, at this point right now, it would be nice if there was a turn. You can't have a centrist show that properly takes jabs at both sides. Well, well, I which is why, that's why the Correspondence Dinner for me was so important. Because I went to walk up there first joke and fucking slap Biden in the face with a right. joke. To show that we have to kind of try... To be on both sides. John Stewart. Shit, I, I think John Stewart did that. Yeah, John did. John did it. John I don't. Did, I don't think Trevor the, did it. The country wasn't as divided yeah. under John. And as Trevor it was, was from Trevor. another country. That's a hard thing for people. You have a Daily Show talking about politics in this country. A lot of people that I would hear bitch would be like, dude, I, that guy's not even from here. Okay. So and then, John Oliver gets the same shit. Correct. Right. But John Oliver comes baptized under John Stewart during his time at the Daily Show, so he's not treated as much as an outsider as Trevor is in the in the eyes of the American TV consumer. But it's still he still gets a lot of shit because there's a guy up there with an accent telling Americans you suck. Okay. But to me, the issue, the bigger issue is that if late night wrote itself into a hole where we're only gonna write jokes for this group of Americans, and right. Gutfeld goes, we're only gonna write jokes. For this group, because Gutfeld isn't centrist. No. By and large, it's a right-wing show. 100%. It's funny. They have fucking good jokes, but they're not trying to fucking be in the middle of the road no, half not the at time. All. They was quiet as fuck on that so why are they shit. So why are they getting viewers? So, well, I would say, number one, no, less competition in the marketplace for right-wing humor outside of whatever's going on on YouTube. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of stuff on YouTube that would be as strong if it was on linear. Like, say, like a Trey Crowder or somebody like that, where if you put that on, against gut fail, but you would need another whole ass right wing network that's that has some weight that has ads and Fox is the biggest dick in the room right now. So everybody's right into a bubble. So you already have a show that's not even for the whole country. So your ratings can't sustain the budget that but if you, you took have, over the, the cost that it takes to run right. a fucking show, be it gut fail or fucking Seth Myers or whoever, the let, money is the same. Let me ask this. Well what's going on? Like the right is way to the right right now. It's hard for me to look at the right and go, they're right. I got in the left too. 
Like when who? What? So, but then are you sure? what's are you what's here? too much? Come on. The the thing is what I mean really. Give me what's too much. Well, the to, fact that you, I'll tell you the fact that Jimmy Fallon had Trump on or said you know, and then he got blackballed and he got bitched into doing. Like you, you can't even go out of it. You can't even go out of the. Correct. You should be able to have Trump on, make fun of him, let him say what he wants, have Biden on. Like they used to have everybody on those shows. But the country wasn't as vocal, and I don't know if that's a byproduct of social media. People social may have media had it mainly. Okay, it's a byproduct of a very small community of social media that seem larger and scare the shit out of people. Here's my issue, though, man. When we, when we start talking about comedy and fucking late night, comedians want this autonomy to be both sidey without recognizing that the network only cares about fucking ratings and outrage is bad for advertising and business. And all I care about is selling fucking beer. I just want beer commercials on. As long as it's not to trans people. Yeah, that beer we're not going to carry. because So every network, no network wants to be put in a position to choose a side on the thing. Right. So... If you put Trump on and I interview Trump, then it's like when Trevor had Tommy Lahren on and people go, well, don't give her an audience. Don't talk to her. You shouldn't. How could you? And Trevor is just, hey, man, I'm not from here. I'm trying to see what's yeah. going on on both sides. Sure. It was just what the conversation should fucking be. But if the network, somebody, if they wanted to, they could have called down at five o'clock at rehearsal and been like, yeah, Tommy ain't coming on. Tell fucking, I don't know, tell, tell Jake Tapper, see if he can come down and sub in for Tommy Lahren. Because it's bad for advertising. That's all the networks care I about. Think, they care about money and the bottom line. Can so I say something? I think Bill Maher right now is knocking it out of the park. Okay. I think Bill Maher, who is a liberal, who is left, is knocking it out of the park because he's coming down with common sense things. Maher. Is, I think he, a lot of people on both sides, because he's not a right wing yeah. conservative, and the things that he's saying is making sense to everybody. Bill, he, yeah. Bill Maher to me is like a red Democrat, if that makes sense. I do. Well, I like, know what that is. That's an old Democrat. Yeah. That's my mother. That's my grandmother, my grandfather. They're Democrats. Yeah. Oliver, like. Back when a Democrat could get his dick sucked in the Oval Office wasn't a big thing. Oliver calls out Democrats in some of the segments, but, you know, his, his show is more deep dives. I'd say Bill Maher probably has the most centrist political satire yeah. program that's out there. Like, there are weeks where the liberals are mad and there are weeks where the Republicans are And mad. that's the way it should be. Okay, but he's also grandfathered in. What do you mean? Bill Maher been doing, Bill Maher been cooking like that for almost 30 years on but television. You, you don't think a guy like so, you could come in there where you're at and take over the, the show and say, we're going to do things differently? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, funny is funny. I'm not having left wing, I'm ha if you're funny and you write jokes, we're making fun of everybody. It's too, You don't think too, that show would pop off? Yeah, but it's two hurdles. Number one, I need a network that is going to stand tall with me in the eyes of the criticism that's going to come out the gate off some of the people that I choose to have on the show in the spirit of like conversation and, and humor. Me and yeah, way worse some... than y'all. Oh, sure. I, could, I could get y'all through. But <laughs> some of your friends, I don't know. The issue, number one, is that second issue is getting conservatives to trust that I'll do right by the conversation and then not turn into a dunk session. I was trying, when I guest hosted The Daily Show, um, my guest host week, they let you choose who you want to go at to try and get on the show. I tried to get Nikki Haley, and I still, and I think I can get this one at some point in life, uh, Kay Ivey, the governor of Alabama. And so both of those Republican women passed a lot of laws, got a lot of people, <laughs> but 
even with like K. Ivy, I didn't even want to rap about the shit everybody was mad about. I wanted to talk about it from a place of what are the things in Alabama that everybody gets wrong. But you know, I defend the South like a motherfucker. And I hate the fact that people perceive us one way because of one little thing. So let me talk to this one lady who passes laws that help promote the the misdirect on all of the other shit that's happening in the state. Mm-hmm. But I've got to get Nikki fucking Haley to trust that when she comes on this program, that it's going to be a level conversation. But Bill Maher don't have that problem. Don't. But it's and always got, funny, too. But I have, I have a seven-year track record that leans far more left than centrist in terms of the jokes I've done and the segments I've done. Sure. So that's why the correspondence dinner was, for me, it was very important. It was almost in a way of trying to yeah. show on some, not even rebrand isn't the word, but it's like, I also get to, I also can do this. I don't always get to do that over there at the Daily Show, but also I do this. Right. Like that was the goal, but. So the co- the correspondence did it worked out for you in a great way. I mean, I don't fucking know. We're in the middle of a fucking strike, so I can't fucking sell a show well, I mean, or pitch pe- an idea. But people's, I mean, people's response to it was great. There was no. Uh, yeah, it was. It was great. I mean, it didn't work out good for your mom, but it worked out. <laughs> worked out good. For you. <laughs> like I don't, I don't feel like. It's like if you got, you know what it's like. It's like when the last interview Don Lemon did before he got fired from CNN, where he got yes. into it with the Indian brother that's running for Republican president. I'm not gonna try and fuck up his name, Vic Ramaswamy. Yep, Ram- that's it. Swami. That's it, Ramaswamy. Don't not, fuck with me. You're no, it's Ramaswamy. You're fucking. Don't. Bobby, I, I swear to God, yeah, it's, whatever it was. That's a fact. CNN Ramaswamy. up until that point, traditional left leaning network, yeah, but we, they had started putting the pieces in place to be more centrist. Yep. They had a town. They had a Trump town hall. Everybody fucking screamed bloody murder. Nikki Haley got a town hall. Everybody screamed fucking bloody murder. How could you let these people on the network with these ideas? And so Don was the one guy pushing back against dude. Against Robert Swami. Robert said that not my. See, that's why you're not going to be on my new centrist political satire show. Because you're fucking fucking up people's names. I was right about the other thing, though. Yeah. That one joke. You should have had the Trump. That was a good joke. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Don't fucking pull. (laughs) was good that would have been good no so you you can't yeah you to have a show like what you're talking about now there will be a period of transition that you need guests to trust you through and you need network execs to trust you through as viewers and everybody and all their bubble screen bloody murder and that's not what get through it but this is but that's not my i don't have no control over that why people was mad and um trump and Haley. Was uh, Caitlin, what's her name? Caitlin Collins from CNN. Collins, they were more mad at her. For interviewing. How she interviewed. Correct, because they go, oh, you served up cream puff questions. You didn't really press. You didn't really push back. You didn't give no pushback on them. But that goes to prove my point. If CNN pushes back and does the fucking, I'm going to fucking stick it to you interview, how many more Republican candidates are going to come on that fucking network between now and the end of 2024? And you need them for ratings because you have to sell fucking beer commercials. But not and that's trans all that people. matters. They, they, not to the not to trans. <laughs> yes, but not. It wasn't so much. That, <laughs> um, um, her question was just bad. Yeah, Trump was outright lying. 
And yeah. She, and she let know. it and she let it flow. And they let it flow in exchange for, all right, I'm going to maybe on the next interview, I'll get you back. And Don Lemon ain't about that fuck shit. Don Lemon ain't going to let you pass one time. And so that's why I was like, I right, Yeah, but Don Lemon, Don Lemon, come on, dude. Whoa, Don watch Le your mouth. Don Lemon is not a fucking journalist. He's an opinion maker. He says things. All journalism be, yeah, but, is opinion and we, There's no more. It's all opinion bullshit. None of this shit is real news. It's all soap opera shit. It's all court TV bullshit. It's all. Uh, I hate that. It, but it, what is it? They're when, telling. They're telling. They're telling people when you make everything bad, you lower. You if you the like if you think Don Lemon is a good news person, he was a good character on a show. He was not a informative person. To he me, was put out. He was put out to task a bunch of times. Whether you like him or not, he was made a fool a bunch of times on TV because he just went down this way, and that's it. And then you see him on New Year's, uh, you know, getting his nipple pierced. And that's who you are. Don, be that guy. Be but, a gay, drunk guy getting your nipples well, pierced, having fun. But the problem is that some of the questions that Don was asking, like, and I'm just talking strictly on air. Yeah. Don Lemon, right? Yeah. Nobody else on the network's fucking asking. Okay. So if you're to be the centrist, balanced network that you claim to be, and you get rid of Don Lemon... Well then, who's the other checks and balance? Who's the check and balance? Fine, have Don Lemon, but have somebody that checks and balances him. They should have. <laughs> they should have. They should not just have the same motherfuckers on this side. Get imagine like back in the day, what was the show? It was Tucker and somebody? They had Crossfire. They had, Crossfire. they had two people that were that would argue it out. That's different. Yeah, well, Fox different. is doing the same thing. Of course oh. they are. I'm not saying they're not. This is the thing that I hate too. When you say something about CNN, someone's gonna go, "What well, they're doing? The turn, turn, over turn." I don't. I didn't say it like that. If you say something about <laughs> Biden, immediately, like I was talking to my uncle, dude, what are you a Trumpy? Trump does. I didn't say Trump is fucking good. I didn't even vote for Trump. I'm not saying you, but it's like as soon as you say something about this guy, yeah, but this guy does stuff. And if you say something about Trump, yeah, but Biden. It's like, can't you just have a Bro. conversation and, and, and deal no, with that? No, you got to have a fair and balanced conversation. You're not balanced. You said Don Lemon not balanced. was you're, saying this. You're left heavy. And I, that you, Sorry. I'm not left anything. No, I mean your uh, arm. Yeah, left, your left side. Oh, I'm, left side. <laughs> I said I'm not left. <laughs> Sorry. You're not right anything. I said, <laughs> I said I'm not left That's anything. That's terrible. I apologize. And my whole work side <laughs> is down. <laughs> I, I want you canceled. I'm sorry. You know what? I should be canceled. Let me tell you, the ratings on this show, we're kind of canceled. <laughs> we live in a world where, like, it's not often. Yeah. But, like, for the comedians I follow and have followed over the life of Twitter, so let's say 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. Comedians evolve, and some have opinions about politics that I don't agree with. But as a comic, you're still, it's fraternity. You know it. It's yeah. fraternity. Yeah. So every blue moon on Twitter, I'll get a note from somebody. Hey, Roy, I don't know if you know or not, but you're following blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if you meant to be following blah, 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 but you shouldn't be following him. That person is not interested in me having a conversation with blah, blah, blah. No. No matter how balanced and fair and pushback I give, it is just all seen as giving audience 
to things that people have deemed should not be given audience. It's all irredeemable. Yeah. Like the way you feel about Don Lemon, there's nothing that could bring you back. No, so, I, I don't care. I don't mind Don Lemon. You, I actually you think hate gay black men. Yeah. I do not Say hate it. I, I think yeah, gay black do. men are the best gay, gay people. What? You heard me. I love them. <laughs> Listen, that's not true. I, I think when Don Lemon is doing, being himself, enjoying and being funny, and he's not a he's not a political guy. He's a a personality. And when he gets, it's almost like when a comic gets too serious about something. It's like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. You know no, I mean? but he had to on that instance. Okay. He had to question the obvious. What does Indian do? Because he was putting out facts that weren't true about he black was, folks. But has so Don it had Lemon, to be black when he. But has Don Lemon black. put out facts that aren't true over his time? Of course. Okay. So then, to me, that's more of an indictment of the model of journalism, yep. which is sensationalism yep. and debate yep. until there's a new story to debate. Mm -hmm. So the entire model is broken in a way where we just want to appeal to the people who like us already. How do yeah. we expand right. that market? But those people start getting picked off and nibbled on other networks and other, they start watching other programs and like, Especially on the liberal, like left-leaning side programs, it's a, it's a, it's a saturation. Yeah, I say an oversaturation. A lot of shit been canceled, so I don't know if it's an oversaturation anymore. But like the idea that you could just, after the strike, make a show that is what we both agree is a better place for political comedy to exist. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough. It's, it's, it's a handful of people that folks would trust. I think you if, could do it. I'm willing I, to I, I attempt think, it. I think you could do it because I think that you have funny first. I'm willing to attempt it, but bro, here comes another obscure analogy. It's Superman 3. We need two people to turn the key at the same time. Remember Richard Pryor was breaking into the nuclear? Holy So shit. it's me over here going shit. out and performing, and on the other key, it's the networks and it's the fans just to... And the advertisers too. You just did a, a Superman three reference. Yeah, that's wow. That's the that's the one that everybody. Well, that I guess was the, the worst four. one. No, worst four, one. Four was the worst one. What was four? Oh, the sun dude, <laughs> the guy that could only live off the sun, and then Superman put him in an elevator and he threw the elevator on the moon. Wait so a minute, he's was forever. Christopher Reeves in that? Yes, yeah, Christopher Reeves. Really? Was he in the wheelchair? Oh, <laughs> come on. That's two handicapped jokes you made. Can I say something? The funniest Halloween costume I've ever saw. Out in front, it was a dude in a Superman outfit in a wheelchair. It's <laughs> fucking greatest. You, I was like, you need to be canceled. Hey, whatever, dude. Um, I got some questions for you. You got? I, I know you got a hard we're out. Good, we're good, man. You okay, said that before. Let's, let's, just do what let's you just do. Do it. I, I, I just think that. I, what? I appreciate you I gotta, saying that. By the way, man. I swear to God, I think I got a hard out. A hard horn, a hard out. Oh, fuck it. Yellow card. <laughs> yeah, I got, that's a bomb bandana. Put that on your microphone. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, your father's a journalist, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. Does, yeah, he like, does he like what you're doing with comedy, or did he wanted you to be like a journalist? Or No, my dad was hardcore. He was like investigative. He was a combat journalist. In Jesus. Vietnam, wow. Oh, wow. Rhodesia during the Civil War, South African Civil War, Civil Rights Movement, really? like pretty much anywhere, guns. Put your fist in. Just 
Like that's what he was on. You're like, scaring like, the autistic kids. Like, <laughs> the autistic Jewish kids. When they see a hand go up, they see Hitler, not a black guy at the Olympics. <laughs> now, he died when I was 16. My dad didn't fuck with like jokes. I don't even think I saw my dad laugh, but like maybe twice. Like, he's a fucking black man who just went from war to war. Yeah. So wasn't shit funny to him in life? <laughs> it was no funny. No, I, I told the story before, bro. My dad, my dad was one of the original investors in Soul Train. What? Yeah. Wow, that's good shit. The first year he was working at WVON and Don Cornelius was one of the reporters he hired in the news division. And he's like, yo, man, you, Don Cornelius comes to my pops. Like, motherfucker, give me a couple thousand dollars. I'm going to put it with all this other money. And we're going to do a show like Dick Clark, American Bandstand. And my pops gives him the money. Takes forever to sell Soul Train or whatever the fuck, whatever it was. Don didn't give the money back on the timetable that he was supposed to. So my pops jammed him up in the hall one day, like not even on some supervisor, like like superior to inferior, like fucking like just on some black man to black man. Where the fuck is my money? Some loan shark shit. Literally, literally, I gave you money, lots of money, and you. I don't know, a couple thousand bucks in the 60s. That's, yeah. a, lot of, that's a lot of money. Fucking $20,000 or some shit. Oh, yeah. wow. And Don Cornelius just goes, yeah, man, I, I don't have it. We haven't sold it yet. I don't know what to tell you. How about this? How about you just stay on as a producer? Instead of me paying you back with a little bit of interest, just stay on and just be a producer on the show for the rest of your life. And my pops told Don Cornelius, don't nobody want to watch niggas dance for an hour. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. I have my cash. Your, your pop and my pop were similar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I don't know my father. Well, man. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You brought it back. I'm back. I don't, I don't hey, know my father. Parental pain. No, no. I, never, I never had a <laughs> Take that. Take that. God, that's a great joke, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Nah, my pops, my pops um, took the buyout. And he took a buyout. He took a buyout. He got God. his money back and- how much? Said, how rich would he have been? I don't know enough to never watch Soul Train. He would have had a smile. He, he never watched. He never watched Soul Train. Ugh. He never watched Soul Train. No, like that was like Bitcoin. That was black Bitcoin. And <laughs> my dad was like, imagine someone just you were the first person to buy a Bitcoin Ugh. for a penny. I never watched Entourage because I was I was this close to getting turtle. <laughs> Shit, I can see it. Swear to God. Do you ever you ever audition for something and watch to see who got it and be like. Yeah, it should have been them. Everything I've ever auditioned for. <laughs> I was like, I get it. You you made it. You know what? You made a real good choice. <laughs> Some of the stuff I got, I was like, you should have picked the other guy. <laughs> that's the crazy. Like, wow, that's yeah. So, yeah, my pops was a journalist, but he was very serious and upright. He did hard news. Hard news. Like, How would you get your sense of humor, though? If your dad's such a tough dude. And so hard nosed. Where did you? Where did? Where did you get this? TV. Know? I just. I lived. I, I grew up an only child. I'm ninth of eleven, but I'm my mom's only kid. So, you just live in your head. I was a latchkey kid. Like I didn't see my mom till like fucking seven thirty every night. So you just watching. You do your homework. You watch Nickelodeon. If you're lucky on the weekend, like some movie would come on, like the Saturday night movie, and like that would be a big fucking deal back in the day, where they would right. just for the young people before streaming. The overlords would give you one movie a week to enjoy that you could never afford to go to the cinema to see. Yeah. And I remember watching Airplane from uh, the Zucker Brothers. 
Yeah. And like that was the first like, oh that, oh that was funny. That made me laugh. And like that was the instant, right. like the first hit of dope. The guy who the guy hates me, the Zucker brother. One of them. We got into it. Yeah, we got into it. On the on the Joker's the Joker's Why? cruise. How are you getting an argument on a fucking cruise? Well, Paul Verzi, I was calling his name. I was like, Verzi, Verzi. And he was talking to this old guy. I was like, Verzi. And he's ignoring me. But meanwhile, we just had a cigar the other night. We had a talk about friendship. Yeah. And I'm, he's ignoring me. And I'm like, guys, this, this cocksucker. It's got to be somebody famous. So I go, is you talking to somebody famous? Is this guy? And I walked over. He's famous, right? I didn't know who he was. And this he was so offended by my loudness and my just me being me. And he was like, why would he ever do that? And then I was <laughs> in like, front you know of what? you. I was like, hey, go fuck yourself. This is a comedian cruise. I'm busting my friend's balls. And yeah, he this was, has he, nothing to do with you. No, he says, he was just sick of me the whole cruise. We were in the water, and he came out with his family, and he was like, you. <laughs> I was like, hey, that was a joke. Did you, when you found out who it was, did you, like, apologize and go, no, bad, man, you wrote some of the biggest comedy classics of all time. Like what? You know. What? Airplane, yeah, whatever. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up the Zucker Brothers IMDb. And then he do nagging gun and all that. Yep, yeah. I wasn't a fan. Did he? What do you mean, like what? I wasn't a fan. I'm pretty sure he did. I didn't laugh at Naked not, Gun. Uh, did not make me laugh. Are you out do of you, your mind? Do you nope. not like slapstick humor? Yeah, I do, but I'm like, I'm not. It didn't. Animal House was funnier to me. Oh yeah, top secret. Ch uh, was uh, Ch uh, what was it? Fletch was funnier to me. Yeah, did the Naked Gun. Yeah, the, Naked none Gun of, trilogy. Yeah. Naked Gun seventy five. I get it. it. Was all goofy horse. Yeah, shit. Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Yeah, I never, I never got into any. Basketball. Nope. With the, with the um. Nope. Didn't like it. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Nah, I didn't like it. Scary Movie Five. Come on. No, I like Scary, Scary movie, movie One. Was fucking good. Scary Movie Five was whatever. You're fronting now, bro. I look at me. Just, look at me. Look at me. You didn't fuck with none of look these. Look at Airplane. Classics. I will give Airplane. Yes, historical. But watch it again. You think it holds up? Yeah. Yeah. That's because you're old as shit. It. It. You still like Gladys Knight and the Pips. <laughs> <laughs> what would make me not like them? I don't know. Here's how you know Airplane still holds up. Why? They haven't even tried to do anything similar to that movie. They've tried. They did. They did Soul Plane. It's that's not. Don't you insult the Zucker Brothers with? Dude, Soul Plane was Airplane for black people. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What? But wow. Stop not... trying to make shit racist. I can say it black is. people to black you're people. You're from not at the volume man. though. Don't say black. Sorry, you're right. It's my Boston black. accent makes it sound yeah. racist. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> black people, yeah, kid. That, I, that up I, on I gotta end. tone it down. How was yeah. this? I can say black people. Nice. Better. Right, nice. <laughs> got it. Nice. Thanks, guys. Thanks for helping me out. I got questions for you, my friend. All right, all right, right. Uh, and I got questions. Uh I got questions for you, Keith, too. You ready? What do you mean? I got questions for you too. Like, well, I mean, one's a superstar and one's not. All right. One's going to be hosting the Daily Show. I think and one's my friend. Thanks. I love you. Keith. What'd you say? I think he's a superstar. Keith. Yeah. Look at Take me. Take that. Look yeah. at me. Look at me. It ain't gonna be no black on black crown, bro. <laughs> right. Look at me. Superstar. Don't don't turn me again. All right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> There's enough. There's enough hatred in the world. Okay. Questions. Ready? Jay. This is from Jay. Sup, Roy. Your daddy did a lot of good things with his efforts on racial equality through the power of radio. What does your old man think of all the fakes out there profiting off the social justice BS over actual grassroots growth? What do you 
personally think of the brothers calling themselves comedians but only spout social justice BS. I think he's talking oh, about Keith. Yeah. I think he's talking about <laughs> yeah. Keith Robinson. Yeah. yeah. He just holds his fists up. I wish, you know what? I wish, I wish the, the black thing was with the other hand. I, I do wish that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. You tried. Nah. tried. Nope. You ain't got it. I wish it was only this hand. I wish this hand was white power. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't worry about the comics that have righteousness instead of punchlines. Yeah. They have righteousness in the place of a punchline. Yeah. That's going to self-correct. It is. The streets will turn to like, that's the other thing with all of this network being broke shit and penny pension. Bye-bye diversity, diversity programs. That's going to all be gone. Really? I think so. And like all of these niche shows that speak to a lot of issues, unfortunately, they're going to get the chop too. Yeah. Because we need something that for sure everybody can watch because we need to fucking sell beer. Right. Well, every show shows, movies, shows are everybody now. I think there's going to be a reduction in that. So like anytime I see a comedian doing something that I'm like, okay, that's cool for now, but I don't know what the longevity is of that, you know, whatever. My pops, he didn't fuck with a lot of, and you know, my dad died, for context, my father died in 95. And so he covered every presidential election. So during that era of the first blacks to run, you know, the Shirley Chisholm's and Jesse, I was backstage with Jesse Jackson in 84 wow. during Democratic primaries when he came through Birmingham. And my dad was interviewing him. My dad tend to keep, he, like on some, I guess, real journalism shit, he didn't mingle with politicians. He didn't really fucking hang with them. Like, I don't even think he would have come to the correspondence dinner. Really? I don't think that would have been his bag because it would have been too close to drinking and being chummy. Sure. Like, I don't think that's... As it should be. I don't think that would have been his shit. Right. Um, my dad would have, he for sure would have called out all of that shit. But how There's, proud, I, he would have been so proud of you. They're proud of me, but then yeah. he also would have been like, make sure you hold them niggas accountable too. <laughs> like, he would have also said that. Right. Um, nah, I don't know, man. Like, I think what sucks about social justice is that everything gets lumped in with the folks who did it wrong or the grifters or the people that was pinching and, you know, as they said, was it casino? Skimming the skim. Yeah. So... All these motherfuckers are stealing the money and running off with it. And the entire movement is assigned, is deemed worthless because of that fucking grifter. Yeah. But it, it'd be like writing off religion because of fucking rape or theft or every other thing that's wrong within that institution. Right. You know what I mean? Like that stuff, like that part of it I don't like. And I think the people who choose to only see the bad out of the activism, I think they're deliberately ignoring the people that really were like the no names on the ground. Cause those are the ones that are doing all the shit. It's the people you don't know. Mm. And I'm speaking on this from a perspective of a guy who goes back to Birmingham every year and does something with a 5013 C, you know, sometimes twice a year. Can you tell him what that is, please. What? It's, it's a, what is it? I have a gun. <laughs> wow. I hope not. Wow. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you use it tonight. Nonprofit. You know it means nonprofit. Uh -huh. I know what it means. Uh -huh. He didn't. I did. You thought it was a pistol, you piece of shit. No, I said that for the funny. Yeah, I you got did. got a 5013 caliber. <laughs> you think the 3C mean caliber? <laughs> All right, this is from Lou. What brand of jeans were the ones you got over? Jordash? Tommy. Tommy. Oh, oh fuck. That's somebody who really fucks with me. Yep. 
So when I was 19, I got arrested for stealing jeans. And that's part of like how I got into stand-up because I thought I was going to federal prison. For gene theft? I don't. Well, because I had credit cards and I was stealing credit cards. Right, no, so add man. that in too, yeah. you fucking piece of well, shit. I mean, it, I was just, no, man, but you have to say what you stole. Because if you just say credit card fraud, people automatically assume you're like funding Saudi weapons yeah. or some <laughs> shit. They're like, oh, you ran a whole fucking operation and not like I had 40 computers and fucking, yeah, I'm getting into the mainframe and we're going to steal all the fucking, no, it was fucking me and three other guys and we bought jeans and then we would take them back and exchange them for store credit. Right. So we would always make it look like we were trying to get a gift or whatever. So no, it wasn't joy. That shit this day, I don't wear Tommy jeans because I just feel like it's bad luck. It's bad luck. Yeah. Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. But it was well, 98. That was the shit. That went out anyway because of the rumor about something. No, this was after the Oprah rumor. Supposedly on Oprah. It's been debunked or I don't, I don't know if it's been debunked. I don't want to spread misinformation and get your shit flagged. But supposedly Tommy Hilfiger said he never made those jeans. He, he never made his jeans for black people. Which on one hand you could take as when I made these jeans, I never imagined that it would become such a popular urban streetwear right. brand. And on the other hand, it's what the fuck are these niggas doing wearing my jeans? <laughs> and so the black community was like, that's what it sounds like. Right. Yeah. But then I'm still, you know, what's fucked up, man. How many people you think still in jail for shit that ain't in style no more? What? Because like, I think about that. Like you just you just get sent to prison for stealing Tommy Hilfiger, like Jordash. Like they asked about Jordash because they know in '89, Jordash and Dockers. I had Jordash. <laughs> you fucking Bugle Boy. Bugle like, Boy. Yeah. I remember Bugle Boy. You fucking wear that shit. Like that was the fucking card heart. <laughs> the, Bugle Boy jeans were the shit. I never wore Bugle Boy. Why? Oh, you couldn't afford it. Couldn't get nah, it. You lived, you know, I'm deep funny. in the hood. No, no nigga in the hood had bugle. <laughs> what jeans are you wearing? Yeah, that's true. Bugle boy. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You just showed your ass bugle. Yeah. But didn't they have that commercial? That Cilia, the guy was on the highway. What jeans are those? And he was bugle boy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All they were doing was biting grape upon. Uh, Do you have any grape upon? This is from uh, Big Ben Cox sixty nine. I don't know. That this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> Ben Cox or Big B. Ben Benny. Cox, 69. What was it like uh, doing the White House Correspondent Dinner where any comics you uh, uh, you bought, any comics you bounced jokes off of? Did you have anybody help you write? Yeah, I had writers. Uh, anybody we know? David Angelo's a regular at the cellar. Yeah. Um, that are comedians, that are stand-ups that you know. Felonious Monk out of Chicago. Oh, yeah, Felonious. Yeah. Oh, you know Felonious, yeah. yeah, yeah. He wrote for Larry Wilmore's show on Comedy yeah. Central back in the day. Uh, Christiana Mbakwe Medina, was, she was my head writer. I had Felonious on this show years ago. He's fucking great, bro. Yeah, he's great. He's fucking great. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing was, like, bouncing tags off of people. Like fucking Neil Brennan and fucking Trayvon Free. Like, you have writers, but then you have buddies. You just go, hey, man. Stress test this thesis. Does this fucking make I sense? I have buddies. My friends, like if they were going to do a roast, like a roast, they would just try to wing it instead of writing jokes and go up with a napkin. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's I, my friend not. actually went up and tried to wing it and just, you know, just improv a roast. Well, I did two previous roasts that winged it and I'm pretty good. Uh, not on that one. It's the worst bomb I've ever seen in my life. To I me, brought my school habits. <laughs> <laughs> you did. To me, my approach was do stand up from a podium and have 
periods where you deviate from that performance style into roast yeah. of a person or a thing yeah. and then get back into doing material from the, you know who fucking caught it and called it immediately when I did his show was uh, Andrew Schultz. He said, you were doing tags up there. And that yeah. wasn't a roast. You're doing that joke. That, that, that was a tag. That's a club joke. I was like, yes, you are yeah. correct. Yeah. Fucking set the entertainer. Do it his way. God damn it. I got one. Ready? This is a long one. Big V. Sorry, this is a long question. Did his friend, uh, uh, Brutal Humor, help him, his recovery? Did You offer this to you, Keith. Did you ha- your friend's Brutal Humor help uh, your recovery from the stroke? I had a heart attack years ago. A half, uh, I was 35. I weighed 227. I am six foot one. Not exactly a candidate for a heart attack. Three days out of the hospital, my friend had a, a salad delivered to my house with a note from Kevin with, uh, with an order of wings with a note not for Kevin. This kind of fuckery got me through it. Just wanted your friends, uh, anything like that, make you laugh during your recovery. Oh, all the time. When I first came back to the cellar, yeah, and I tell us all the time, I dropped my cane, and I wanted to pick it up, and Amy Schumer kicked it across the, across the floor. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I'm back. <laughs> and so got good. Chris Rock calls me Strokey Robinson. Strokey Robinson. And you don't like nobody treating you right. like you different. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be treated different. Danny, can you wipe the corner of his mouth for him right now? Strokey. Yeah, you don't want to be treated any different. What was you want to be treated the same? Just the corner of his mouth. I think he pooped Danny, if you come I, over here. Danny gets I think he pooped his pants. I, I shoot you with my 501 CK. <laughs> Scrub, <laughs> I got I'm kidding, Danny. You fucking autistic asshole. Oh, they just don't. He's like the Dutch. He doesn't get sarcasm. Is this possible? Uh, All right, uh, Scruffy Bones, Keith. When will you be putting a new special out instead of pandering to your health, stupid? Get back on your horse. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Where do you think I'm at, you asshole? Well, it's true, dude. Get it done. Okay. I'm it doing out. it. You know what you should do? What? Have Roy direct it and pay for it. <laughs> Roy's got the money now. He's got the money now. I heard. What the fuck kind of money y'all think I get? No, no. Roy, I'm Daily 12, Show 12, correspondent. 000. I'm not host. It's twelve thousand. I, I googled your net worth. Yeah, what? Can we Google his net worth real quick? Please? It says three million. It's a I want. I want to see. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm telling you, it's three million. I want some, you to Google his and some, then Keith Robinson's and then mine. <laughs> some girl told me that I know how much you were. I'm like worth and have in my hand are two different things. What, what do you think Keith's worth? Yeah, there you go. What is it? Roy Virginia net worth three million. Three million. If I'm not at least four million, you ain't a I'm, million. I bet you're fucking a hundred. <laughs> I'm not talking be, thousand. I want to know I how mean, they calculate. I that. stopped working for. I wasn't working for two years. Shut up. What, what is, is it? What is it? What's Keith Robinson's? What is it? <laughs> Average. What does it say? It says one to three mil. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. What, no, dude. Keith Robinson, the comedian. It's a comedian. Nah, dude, not yeah, that. Fifty nine nah, nah, nah. I want. I want That's the me. site. That's me. That's him. Listen, nah, he's That's helped. Keith. That's I made a lot of money. Dude, I want, what is this? I made more money than That's you. I made more money I want on the Celebrity Network. I made more You don't know that. You didn't bring mine up. I bet I'm a 3-2. What, what is Keith? Bring it up on this site right here. 3 million is way too much. Type in Keith Robinson up in the corner or I'm going to break your finger. This shit is like Wikipedia. The actual person with the facts doesn't get to contest any of this shit. It's bullshit. He's not on it, is he? 
Type so it's not. All right. And you're saying it. That's one not the real. You're not. 59 years old. Why do you mean? You live in it Woodbridge. No matches found. Keith Robinson. There you go. That's you. That's you. And you know, now type in Robert Kelly. I bet I'm a cool three mil with Roy. <laughs> type it in. I'm a hot. I got property, son. There you go. Robert Kelly. What is it? Three hundred thousand. You broke, motherfucker. <laughs> That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> fuck all of you. All right, fuck you. Bob is broke. <laughs> Bob is broke. Bob is broke. That's bullshit. Take uh, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jay. Subs, Keith. Tell us a story about how nasty Barbie was in the day. What? Bob was always filthy. What does it mean, filthy? You 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 know, a lot of waitresses tell you. Wait, man, uh -oh. you, I don't know if you heard about Me Too. Can uh, you what? settle the fuck down? Mm -mm. I'm worth three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm not parting with five thousand dollars of that. <laughs> Why do you think they ain't come for you yet? You know, <laughs> me and Keith, when it's the Me Too thing started, me and Keith, we called each other up. Oh shit. <laughs> we're like, fuck. And then a couple weeks in, we're like, we're safe. <laughs> we, 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 we're lucky we never made it. Uh, <laughs> Me and Keith would have been taken out big time. Fucking creeps. I've never. Have y'all ever tried to holler at a waitress in the club? Like, holler. not even on some, like, uh, holler. Uh, what do you, mean? Uh, you mean holler by take her boob out in the hallway before uh, you go on stage? Uh, Lick it, nipple? Uh, <laughs> what kind of world were y'all in? I just wanted a consensual trip to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I, pardon me, ma'am. Will you come with me to Chili's after the conversation? <laughs> you want to just grabbing. Now, I mean, let me ask you this. And there's something that. out that was, there. That was allegedly, by the way. Yes. And there's something out there in you. That you look back out, I hope that, you know, I don't want that coming out. Yeah. There was a girl when I was. You don't have to answer this. 20. We're not. It's, listen, it's, Roy, before you answer it, hang on. We're never going to make it. Net worth three. This is it. This is it. <laughs> no, let me. I've already started. <laughs> Not in no metric. That's form. all these podcasts are. These podcasts are just people coming on here richer, rolling the dice. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey man, you want to bet your career for an hour and a half? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm protecting you. I right like now. you. I'm protecting you. What no, I, I had sex with a girl with a condom when I was 20, mm -hmm. and she called me like a month and a half. It was like a one night stand thing or whatever. I was still in college. Mm -hmm. She calls me like two months later. She goes, were you wearing a condom? And I go, yeah. And she goes, good. Because I don't want to be stuck with you. That means it's my boyfriend's. And then she just fucking hung up in my face. Wow. And my wow. And my fear, my fear in life is like, you know how you go through those scenarios in your head or just yeah. what could be the most wild fucking thing? And I have two friends, not one. I have two friends where 14-year-olds just showed up in their fucking life. Oof. introduced for the first time to their son when he's 14. Right. Now, granted, that was on some, the mama never told him. Yeah. I didn't want you to be, you know, like yeah. that type of selfish, selfish shit. My biggest fear is just some fucking grown-ass fucking kid just going, hey, man, my mama lived in Pensacola. Do you remember being in Pensacola, Florida in 2001? And I just go, fuck, you yeah. got me. <laughs> What's your name, young blood? <laughs> Roy Wood the <III. laughs> third. 
That would be straight asshole. Uh, uh, Keith, yeah. So Keith that's... has a Keith has a pop Warner football team waiting for him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a whole bushel well, of that, kids. Every time they read my bushel. net worth, they go fuck not yet. Not yeah, that's the one they're saving us. Our net worth is saving us from our fourth year on that stock to hit. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, he's only three hundred thousand. That's not even a ranch. That's not even a bedroom split level. No results found. Ah, <laughs> oh, that should be the name of your special. No results found. All right, listen, man. I, Roy, I'm so glad you came on. You know, we worked together like, on that, blast, that animation bro. thing. That was so With Dennis fun. Dennis Leary, yeah, man. I thought that was going to go. If that went, that would have been nice. Yeah. Hot animation. Yeah. Just go to a sound booth. Raunchy dogs. Ah. Uh, Freaking who love football. God, I wish that went. Oh, you're playing dogs? You know the dogs yeah. playing poker thing? Yeah. Well, Leary put a thing together for the Super Bowl one year where we were those dogs. And talking about the game. Talking I was about playing the- in dogs. And animation, a hip hop dog, and um, something with Kevin Hart, hip hop dog. Yeah, I was a hip hop dog, and um, you know, I'm, I rapped him uh, old school. Yeah, I was about to say you ain't got bars like that. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Yeah, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. We know it was old school. Right? Yeah, we know it was. Wait a minute, you trying to challenge me or something? No, no. Well, we know it was. I know you wasn't coming out, Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you calling? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Hip hop, hippie did the hip hop. You don't. The complexity stop. of your rhyme flow was ah. very 1983. <laughs> I'm assuming. 100%. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're wrong. <laughs> Freaks come out at night. Freaks come hut, out hut, at hut, night. Hut. Freaks come out at night. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did an animation together that was on Fox Super Bowl. Great money. Cool time. And they were trying to pitch it as a show. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, that's the thing you want. I really would love a nice animation. Just a hit animation. 15, 20 hard. years. You, it's hard? It's it's hard to sell and break through. Like, once you get it, yeah. Oof. That money, man. You You just go. You go in in your sweatpants. You sit in the booth. You get your little snacks. Your water. You can do it at home. That's now you can. You know who really eats forever? Is fucking kid show animation. Oof. Like, cause that shit is like thirty episodes a year or some shit, bro. It's way more than broadcast, like network. Yeah. Like you write a good hit kid show. Eat forever. It's like getting making a good hit Christmas movie. Yeah. Every year you're getting yeah. paid. Yeah. I made a Christmas movie. Let me go write mine real quick. A couple of years ago, and it did not hit. <laughs> okay. it, it did not hit. I thought it was going to hit. Mm-mm. I played Santa Claus. I was, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, well, it was. Were you like a raunchy Santa? No, it was just me, but I had a Boston accent. I was like, like a ball ahead? Yeah, Santa's bald. No, he's not. Santa. It depends on the Santa. Are you out of your mind? Santa's bald. He's not bald. Santa has hair on the side. It depends Santa on the Santa. Pimp. I've seen him with that flowing pimp perm shit. Please bring up Santa Claus and I, some Santa, without hat. Some Santas have the white fro. Santa, what? Some have the, oh yeah. Santa's bald, guys. Sorry. Yeah, he's pretty bald. Yeah, white Santa's bald. <laughs> okay. Apologize. Yeah, he might have a little bit on the back, on the back of the head, yeah, but that dome, that, top that, of the dome. That's what I have. If I grew my hair, I have that. I have Santa Claus hair. Damn, I thought Santa had fucking... Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute, what? 
That does look like Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Bring up Robert. Robert, type in Robert Kelly Santa Claus. Type it in. It will come up. I look. I was a fucking great Santa Claus too. Wait. So this was shot and done. It, it came out. Yeah. You are lying, huh? Robert Kelly. It's no, it's funny. pictures of R. Kelly in a Christmas. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, type, type in the truth about the truth about Santa. Uh, Robert yeah, Kelly. Robert Kelly. Wow, Jesus Christ. Jeez. There I am right there. That's me. That's me. No, no. The second one next to R. Kelly. That's me. The photo. It says Robert Kelly. It says my name on it. You fucking. Oh man. fuck. Second it down. Is. That's me. Go down right there. That's me. Make it big. That's me. Now. Pull up Frosty the Snowman, and you'll really see Bob. No, you're an asshole. Yeah, click on the image of me. Where's that movie now? Can we watch that somewhere? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I watched it with my wife and kid. Halfway through the movie, my kid goes, hey, can we watch something else? <laughs> 300,000. Yeah, I mean, look, he, it was, he was in it, too. Max was in it. Go, to, go back to the cast. You can see my kid was. I did it. The you're guy, not scared about none of that shit about like, your kid being and stuff, and Max then you're like Kelly. No. fucking him up, and like no. he wants the thirst for attention and all. No, that because shit. no, it's look. He's gonna do it anyways. Um, if he wants to do it, you know. Um, and I, everybody that I really truly care about, and everybody I truly think are awesome and geniuses and good people and the greatest parents are comedians and people in this business. So if he want if he wants to do something like that, fuck yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know that. what I mean. Look at that. There he is. Handsome boy. He's a good looking boy. Yeah, terrible left fielder. He's a good actor. He's not. He's not a good left fielder at all. <laughs> really sucks. <laughs> uh, all right, Keith. When do you, when do you think you're gonna get your special done? I'm gonna tape it probably September or October. Perfect. And what's it gonna be called? I want to do um different strokes. That's a good one. You should call it two that's funny. How about this? Two different strokes. <laughs> well, that's for different, different strokes. Mean. Sorry. Yeah, I, I took yeah. it too far. That's I, funny. Apologize. That's different funny. strokes is What's great. the album? What's the cover? Is it what? like the, the old ghetto boys, We Can't Be Stopped, where they're pushing Bushwick <laughs> Bill on the hospital gurney? And that's what it should be like. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's got to deal with being in a hospital. It's just you in a hospital gown. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I hate saying it. I hate it. It's so funny. His new album, it, it makes me <laughs> fucking sick to my stomach. It's pretty good. I must it's not pretty good, out. dude. You murder. Everybody, and people walk out of the room, he's fucking murdering. And mm. we're all bummed out about it. <laughs> we're all, two strokes. I know. Yeah. This one had to be good. Yeah, imagine Still that. writing. Dude, yeah. really fun. Unbelievable. I mean, murders. What do you got going on, man? Dude, I'm on tour. Uh, happy to be here is the tour. Uh, I'm everywhere from Seattle to Miami. RoyWoodJr.com if you want to pull up some dates. Um, Cincinnati, Syracuse, D.C., Lexington, Kentucky. That's in Brea, California. That's the next two months. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So yeah. I'm just happy to be back out on the road. Two of the funniest guys going right now. RobertKellyLive.com. I'm doing my tiny house tour up in uh, New Hampshire. I'm going to be in uh, uh, Nashua. I'm going to be in Portsmouth. Uh, I'm going to be in Laconia Theater. RobertKellyLive.com. Go there. I got a bunch of theater dates up there for this summer while I'm up at the tiny house. Of course, the bonfire. Uh, check me out there on Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with Big J Okerson. Uh, and make sure you uh, subscribe to this. Patreon people, you're the best. 
If you're not a Patreon member, you get the podcast early, you get extra episodes, mm -hmm. and uh, you get it live and unedited. YouTube, subscribe, like, and comment. Danny, what do you got? I'm at Comedy at Verve in Somerville, New Jersey, the third Thursday of every month. This month, Jimmy Schubert. Next month, Bonnie McFarlane. Maxie, what do you got? Uh, you can just follow me on social media, Max Marcus Comedy. And of course, you got Joe Russell, at Jokes Russell on the Cheese Show, and at, at Mike V. Suarez, the other producer of the show. We got the three autistic tizzies, and we got uh, the serial killer mush. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening, supporting my show for all these years. I want to thank these two guys for coming on. We'll see you guys next week on You Know What The Podcast. to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.